0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Tales from the Rift. This is a unique three part special and hands down it's one of our best interviews so far. So stay tuned for parts two and three coming out soon. But in the meantime, check out our sponsor Cocolero. You can get 10% off your Resident Evil bottle purchase with coupon code PORTAL10 at checkout. So go check out shopcocalero.com to see what they have. Now. On to the show.
1: So, is there hey, a redemption a <laughs> coming then in Hell House Four, a redemption of some kind?
2: Yes, it's, it's a. It's a. Hell fence. Four is about Jonathan. It's all <laughs> Jonathan. <Yeah. laughs>
3: is is there actually? Are you going to ask about Hell House Four and the Abaddon tapes and everything? Because I'm actually curious. I don't yeah. have yeah. the
0: yeah. answers. No, so, yeah. we get
2: questions. Question are you planning
0: that. Hell House Four? <laughs>
2: Joe and I get to ask this question all the time because we have been trying so long to develop, not, we've already developed, it. We, we wrote all this uh, stuff for the Abaddon tapes, wanting to do it, um, and it would do backstory, current, um, and, and future, and uh, we just, for the last few years, we just haven't been able to get it off the ground, and it's just kind of been solved, um, so we really don't know what we're going to do with it yet, With the next, but the, but the hope was to make the, that those six episodes of, uh, of the Abaddon tapes, and so we have the stories all written
1: out and everything that, yeah. so... Yeah, the pandemic just kind of threw everything into a clusterfuck of some kind.
2: I guess, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I'll blame the pandemic. Anything goes wrong now, I'm always like, fine. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> no one said yes to us, but It's the supply, cha-
1: supply chain issues.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not enough time masks are coming across the uh, from China.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I have a weird question I just thought of. So when you're doing a, a mockumentary Type style film or like found footage like how on script are you or are the actors or are you, are you like doing a lot of ad-libbing at all
4: it's a mix i think right guys
3: danny shaking uh, nodding his yeah. head yes
4: it's yeah it's a mix i wouldn't say it was like for me personally i thought it was gonna be way looser than it was uh on the day which in a way i appreciate it you know like I get it like this whole idea of like you know make it naturalistic and like make it super believable and like you know off the cuff, but at the same time the the lines were there, like the script there' are directors that I've worked with that have a you know a sort of like uh placeholder for a script. they just show up with like five pages on there you know there and there are directors famous directors that famously work like that. But this Hell House scripts were very much scripted in my, in my.
2: Yeah. And but I always uh, wanted to give you guys kind of like what I always yeah. tell every actor is that, like, say the lines as comfortably as they make you. So like, if you have to ever have to change anything to make it more natural, don't worry about saying any lines line for line. Right. Uh, and I think I gave I gave the Hell House one cast like the most freedom just to because we did uh, Danny, so you remember much, we yeah. did like those like um, the, every last take was like a take. It was like, you know, you know, fuck the script. Just, you yeah, know, just go find anything you want. And I'd usually cut like a little bit of the riff and
4: with the more scripted stuff and have a mix, a blend. So yeah, I think it's but like, we'd also... I guess it's like Mr. Cogdetti says it's a mix. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, we, we talk about it a lot too, like <clears throat> before the day, like sometimes because every night we would hang out at the, at the haunted Mahoning Inn. Uh And we'd talk about the scenes coming up and stuff. And, um, you know, we'd go over kind of where we needed to be and uh, what we needed to feel and, We definitely had lines, but yeah, Stephen gave us a lot of freedom uh, to really have fun with it and kind of invent some stuff. And, uh, I mean, just the idea of, like, um, Gore behind camera just saying whatever the hell he wanted to say half the time. Like, he was just riffing on some crazy, just nonsense, um, which ended up being really endearing. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun to, to really bring a lot of yourself. I mean, the way I saw it was like, okay, so this character, I could be this character, just a little evil. Like I was like, let me, I try to see as much of myself as I can in the characters, uh, to get the most honest performance. And, um, I would love to make haunted houses. Um, and I'm not saying I would make a deal with the devil, but you know, it's Not I I could see a universe where it'd be an easy choice. Um, so i don't know it was a lot of fun uh from an actor's point of view i had a great time on this set
0: yeah and i I find your answers interesting because we had talked to um eduardo sanchez who directed the co-director of blur witch project Mm -hmm. and even though it seems so candid he said that they were basically on script almost Mm -hmm. the whole movie except for a couple instances Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i was kind of wondered
1: yeah you think that the acting is so well done that you just kind of like is it real yeah. <laughs> and those are the good ones you know so.
3: well i think um just i don't want to speak to how Stephen uh made the movie but i think the idea was mr. like mr. we Cogn- had s- mr cognetti That's- um we had so much time no. to create no. mr. content <laughs> because like when you watch the edit uh yeah the final film you know there's just it looks like there's days and days and days of content of these characters when really we pretty much shot the script, but, you know, there'd be times where he'd be like, hey, take the camera, have fun, go, go do some stuff with the camera. And there's a lot on the cutting room floor, you know, of us just having fun with the camera. But, you know, even that day where everybody went out and made that commercial, um, you know, you just, you let us roam free to kind of just really explore the characters and have fun and develop that uh, relationship and camaraderie between us. Yeah. Um, and you. so like.
2: Your own thing with the camera. Uh, that helped Yeah. And it, 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 but it ended up being some good, great footage in there. Yeah, it was a lot of footage, but I, I, went through it all, and it was awesome. I wish I could put so much more into it, but I used, I did use a lot of that stuff you guys shot, um, just on your own, going out and shooting on your own.
4: Director's cut was like four hours and a half per film.
2: Yeah, but when I did put, a, out, film. We put a director's cut out there, and it added like, I don't know, like what seven minutes, something like six, seven minutes. So it was like ninety-eight minutes as opposed to like ninety minutes, something like
5: that.
2: Hmm. So, you know.
3: <laughs> i'm a fan of the director's cut oh, <laughs>
1: always, always
2: always bro always you know, i might have talked over you did you um you haven't uh, chimed in on this one yet have you
1: who joe Wait,
2: who joe alice me
1: uh, yeah.
5: oh um you yes well. surprised <laughs> um well yeah, I, I, I suppose my role was a little bit um uh more segregated for lack of a better word. Um I didn't really get to experience the same sort of ensemble camaraderie, um, because a lot of uh the scenes um the uncredited Jonathan and I uh did together were, were more in isolation. Um so uh for my personal experience, I I feel like I was pretty on book for a good portion of it, especially the the interviews um, with folks that we filmed predominantly in New York. Um, So I definitely felt like I was able to improvise, but um, I I followed the script uh, written, uh, if I recall correctly, relatively closely. And uh, and most of the improv came with uh, walking around the hotel.
2: I feel like you kind of like, but you definitely like uh, as uh, you know, Christopher Walken would say, you know, you'll explore the space and um, You know in the hotel like a little bit like you, you, uh, you, know, you were having fun with it you know and not really i mean i think you probably stayed to script a little bit but uh it just seemed like you were really just you know really going on your own and like just having fun with that scene and i, I love that last scene with you and joe walking through the hotel i think I, that's like one of my favorite scenes and, and i think it's and it's done so well and i think it played a little bit maybe because i don't know I, I think you were just uh, not too confined to the words on the script and just I'm in this creepy place, I'm going to check it out and like playing it that way and see going from room to room. But also, um, and that was, yeah, because you just had that one day inside the Abaddon Mm -hmm. and everything else was in New York, right? So, uh, yeah. And when you were in the Abaddon, that was, uh, that was like your first time walking through it too. And and yes,
5: which was awesome.
2: (laughs) That helps. Yeah,
5: (laughs) it absolutely helps. And if I recall correctly, the sun was on our side that day. Yeah. Do you remember we yes when well, we were walking into the um the last room again no spoilers but the sun had illuminated they the room number perfectly it was like uh, two C yeah it was like the ghosts of the Abaddon right were on our leg, side the
2: have, um, on the windows mm-hmm. right, and the two C yeah it was perfect so it was like yep that's the tape we're using uh, but I yeah. would
5: say that that does attest um, what you were saying Stephen does attest to. um the fact, as Baz was saying earlier, that um, while we did have a script, you also made it very clear that we were allowed to make it our own. And that's not always true of every director or screenwriter. Oftentimes it's like, if it's not word for word, then you are disrespecting the art in and of itself. Um, so it, it, it was definitely nice to have that structure, but also that freedom at the same time. I think that really helped make it feel both authentic, but also grounded
1: is much more authentic when all of you can bring your own something to it you know it's not something that can be written once you get all the personalities together you know it's it definitely is more authentic
4: yeah it depends it depended a lot on the nature of the scenes too like where there was a lot of banter going back and forth uh, between multiple people it was there was definitely a lot more wiggle room but for, like for example for one of my scenes it was in a, in, a, in the in like a studio like a news studio right so in front of a green screen everything felt a lot more orchestrated and less yeah molasses you know what i mean like so yeah, yeah there was a there was a like mr cognetti said it was a mixture of both <laughs> yeah, sure. that, that was a tough scene though
2: uh we had uh, we were there all day that that's ah, filming that uh that blue screen day for House too that was it that was a tough one yeah. I'm glad we got that location, though. That was a tough location to get. So, yeah. That was great. It looked How great. were
1: you able to find that location?
2: Uh, just a uh, local university near where I lived. I just uh, called them up and I'm like, hey, I'm local and I'm making a movie. <laughs> and then he did a <laughs> little dance that convinced them. <laughs> yeah, I did a dance and then I said, I'm a, I'm a genius and they call me Mr. Cognetti. And um, <laughs> Wait, Alice laughed again. There you go.
4: That's how you got it. You didn't even have to pay for it. Cut that
5: out. Just cut that part out. (laughs) Miles is like, he's doing it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um, So, I have a question. Uh, Were any of you inspired by your own haunted house experience? So, I know the movie, it's like, okay, well, everyone, you're setting up a haunted house for the public, and they're super excited to come see it. Um, And I've gone through haunted houses since forever and i love them so much i haven't had anything supernatural tied to it uh but i was wondering if any of you sort of like had your own haunted house experience that maybe you brought to this or was unique somehow
0: you mean
2: like halloween haunted house or like just yeah. uh, like, I, I would
1: say either just, either or he says either or yeah, yeah. <laughs> no
2: i'm going to say out of this question cuz i don't believe in ghosts and i've never experienced anything haunted <clears or. throat>
3: I love when he does that because it just like, sounds so like he's like, I, I'm so scared of ghosts. I cannot talk about them. Anyway. I know you believe. Steven. <laughs> I know you believe I'll, I'll start. Um, I, uh, I grew up in Florida and I went to Halloween Horror Nights all the time. Um, so when I saw the, uh, the casting for this, I was like, this is so cool. Um, and I put all of that into my audition as best I could. Um, Because I imagined, and I actually got to do a cool little tour of a haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights once because I was on the school newspaper, and I got to see all the lights on and everything. Um, So I'd like to think I took that into my character. um, But otherwise, uh, I've had a lot of weird ghost experiences with Ouija boards and stuff like that, but never like an actual haunted house. Just like haunted things. Not like a cool haunted house. I don't have that.
1: Not the cool guide. (laughs)
3: No, just the basic kind. <laughs> Somebody take over the mic. <laughs> yeah.
4: if, you give me, if
3: you give me that sexy
4: mic you got there, I'll take it. Cuz we all sound does It does it sound good. Yeah, it sounds phenomenal. You have exactly. so such bass to your voice and shit, you know. I've been using it uh, for a you, all can all you, night, like can you
3: hear me? You know, <laughs> <this> is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is hey, my uh, pretzel chewing night? distracting? No, no, you're good. You yeah, can't.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Did um,
5: you ever get chased by the chainsaw dudes? Yeah, wow, yeah that's the whole thing. Out. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: My yeah, it's always the last yeah. thing in the, ha- the house.
2: The <laughs> I have a very dark perspective uh, or take on Halloween and like haunted things. I always say that they should kill someone on like the first <laughs> like round through so that when the later people come, they'll actually be scared. Like that's my theory, but- It
1: will be uh, actually haunted yeah, by then too.
2: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really work the way I had envisioned in my head, but I'm also gonna stay out of this because It's a lot scared. of paperwork I don't believe. you have to do if someone, you know, once you kill someone, it's like, just think of the paperwork. Yeah.
4: Joe, you also have a, a bunch of sick, badass ink on your body with all these scary things, right? I do, but most of my ink is all slashers, and it's all,
2: like, not, yeah. it's not real. I mean, I guess there are some supernatural, but it's not necessarily, like,
4: ghosts. or It's just twisted fucks. Mm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
2: no. Every tattoo you have, Joe, is is something from one of the hellhouses. It's like, you have Mitchell, you have Diana right? <laughs> Mitchell Kavanaugh. Um. I, I got a huge Get tattoo it. of Alice on my chest. <laughs> <Yes>. uh. <laughs> is it's that like Michael's hair, hair though? And all
5: that, right? It is.
2: Yeah. Um, I no, know, but I, I, he's also I, right here. It. Ooh. Nice. Oh, look at this! Wow.
5: Nice.
4: Yeah, he's he's you're tatted up for sure. I am. Very um. Helpful for for me i don't i don't i'm also like mr cognetti i don't really believe in ghosts or whatnot but uh, to me the closest to like being in the hotel the closest feeling was kind of when i first saw sleep no more and i'm very happy that that you know insomnia was brought into three because i always felt like there were, there was a, a parallel between between the two and um uh,
2: sleep no more is the coolest thing in the world
4: yeah it's it's I saw it three times and like I kept bringing people whenever they came to town it was another excuse for me to see it again mm-hmm. um, Is it, yeah, is it I, up and running again uh I don't think so but I, I don't think so I, I no I think it's right I see uh, I see it always popping up on in my Instagram uh, is it then it probably is then it probably is um
2: I think more recently it just started up like within like the last like few months or something right
4: I mean it'd be a shame not to because. Yeah, it's up. I'm looking at it now. There you go. Problem solved. But anyway, that was the feel I got from the Abaddon Hotel. Yeah. It was very, very rhyming with sleep no more. Yeah, we Um, we
2: tried in in Hell House 3, we tried to pull off um, uh, sleep no more, but with just the budget of their their one-day breakfast budget, (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> bro but people don't know that when you when they look at it so you gotta stop anti-bragging no but it's uh no but i mean what it does uh,
2: a- angie and, and, and carlos are dp and three they did such a great job um
4: of, of you know lighting it and dressing it up and making it look uh as good well, as, it as great it looks fucking great yeah i'm not thinking no i'm not thinking budget when i'm watching it so that's yeah that's it's great good Sounds yeah, good. what you're thinking is yeah, you're thinking really it's good. real,
1: you know, mockumentary.
2: Yeah, but the thing about Sleep No More is, like, my favorite thing about Sleep No More is the, is the sets. They're so intricate and they're so fun to explore. Um, and that, that was the fun, that's, that's the best thing about, I, for me, taking the tour. Um, so mm-hmm. we tried to do our best with that. And, you know, and Angie and her team and Carlos and his team did a great job as much as they could for, you know, the resources that we were able to get to them. Right.
1: What about you, Alice? I just picture you walking through haunted houses, like with a big smile on your face the whole time.
5: <laughs> well, so my reaction is to laugh. <laughs> you know me too well already. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Halloween horror nights—I definitely got freaked out when I was, uh, you know, going in high school. But um, uh, I don't know if I drew on any uh, specific Halloween or haunted house reference so much as just. Um, I'm really attracted to horror just for the, the purpose of experiencing fear itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of subscribe to the, the old school idea that um, watching a movie, seeing a show, hearing a story um, kind of fulfills a catharsis in a person's life that they're not necessarily able to achieve otherwise. And so in today's society, these days, especially when there is so much fear that Um, people aren't necessarily able to face about uncertainty in the world or the future or what have you, I think it can be really helpful to kind of direct that fear into a storytelling type of horror movie. So people are able to experience that fear and let it go without it being something negative in their life or negatively affecting someone else. So kind of in that realm for me, Hell House was less about like, oh my God, a haunted house and more about like, what would be the most terrifying thing for me to see around the corner, which isn't necessarily a scary clown. I hate to say it for me at the time, it was like, oh God, so around the corner is a drunk man at a dive bar. (laughs) And so it was more that kind of, um, kind of channeling different types of fear uh, into the clown. Which I guess is the clown is also the drunk dude at the bar, but just dressed a little different.
3: <laughs> well, they had that character um, in the in the haunted house. There was a drunk they really? bartender. The, yeah, that was one of the characters. True so so they it read like your fear. Wasn't
1: just like a clown though. Just a regular. No, nah, it wasn't just like a huh? clown.
3: <clears throat> yeah.
2: Yeah. Alice, did you ever come with us to the uh, to the bar to the local bar by the hotel? Oh. No, oh, okay,
4: because
2: yeah, that, that place is a lot of fun. It's a local dive bar. Man, smart. I see. Here I still go. see
5: the
4: like board with. I was I was reminded seeing the board with the prices for the beers, and I'm like, man, that's where I want to fucking live.
2: <laughs> like IPAs for
4: live. three bucks and shit. I'm like, that's where I'm, I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that was been great. A bottle of
3: beer, yeah. It's,
4: Dude, <laughs> seriously, it was like draft beer for three dollars.
3: Amazing. We drank like every night. On the yeah. set, it was crazy. It was so ridiculous.
4: Yeah, you guys drank. You guys drank the Hell
2: House One. <laughs> cast. Yeah,
3: I don't. Know. I mean, you guys.
2: You guys <laughs> <laughs> the Hell House One cast every night. The Hell House One cast was drunk every
3: single night. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, not drunk, but drinking. There's okay. a difference. You can't backtrack now, but very
5: high place. Like, I never said drunk. That. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's just just gonna be Joe saying that line.
3: that's the advertisement
4: that's the meme yeah
2: yeah. there's a reason why I mean Gore threw up on camera (laughs) the
4: next day
5: (laughs) at the perfect time yeah it was planned it was very method yeah
3: (laughs) super method
2: yeah he was very hungover and then um, we had him do the uh, hopping running stair hopping over the bar like he did it like a bunch of times, and then by like I, yeah, how many takes it was by the sixth take, he's like just threw up on All over.
3: <laughs> and you can still hear Jared. He's like, to you okay?"
2: <laughs> like he's got the laugh at him. <laughs> and then uh, I think like one of uh, uh, Ryan's uh, like one of her first days on set, she calls someone. She's like, "I uh, don't think I can make it today. We were out pretty late last night." <laughs> like, no, you got to show up. You got to
1: get up. Oh my gosh.
2: But, yeah, I, put, the way I... In court's defense, he did win the dance contest. So, was the bar.
3: It was worth it. To, my, to my defense, my character was slowly getting uh, more and more evil. Uh, so, I figure, you know, the hangovers were helping.
1: Yeah, methodically. You know? Yes.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Good save. Good save. Thanks. So, it
1: doesn't look like he's buying it. He's like, I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, and in I, the end, I look House, pretty bad, so. In Hell House
2: 1, I used to go out with everybody and drink. By Hell House 2, I, I was I was starting to get older, and I was like, fucking, like, I was like, I was like an old man. I'm like, I'm not going out. I'm going to bed right now. <laughs> and then by Hell House 3, I was like, you know, I was calling the shoot cut early, just like so go. <laughs> <home>. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I think I've been in that boat for, like, about seven years now. I'm just going to bed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go check out our new sponsor, Murder Apparel, the best in macabre clothing. And guess what? You'll get 20% off your purchase with coupon code PORTAL at checkout.